The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. What is the greatest blessing in your life? If you had to, to articulate it at this moment, say to someone, this is the greatest blessing in my life, what would you say that is? You know, the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. See, the blessings of this world, they may make you rich, but they bring lots of sorrow with it. God's blessing doesn't bring sorrow, it brings joy. Because the greatest blessings in life are not material, they're spiritual. The greatest blessings in life are not temporal, they're eternal. Uh, the greatest blessings of life don't come from this world, they come from the Lord. We're studying the early days in Samson's life in Judges chapter 13, and we've come to the last two verses of the chapter where the Bible says, And the woman bare a son, and called his name Samson. And the child grew. And the Lord blessed him. Isn't that a beautiful expression? The Lord blessed him. And then it says immediately in verse 25, And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtal. Now we've learned that in the early days of Samson's life, God gave him several things. First, God gave him life. That's the most obvious thing. Aren't you glad to be alive today? Why don't you pause right now and just say, Thank you for life, Lord. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And then, not only did God give him life, God gave him purpose. He set him apart. He, he had a reason for him to live. And God has a purpose for every life. And then we learned that God gave him teachers. He gave him a father and a mother who were obedient to the Lord. And they were trying to guide him to God. Now, may I point out, that does not ensure that every young person is always going to do the right thing. <laughs> Some people... Take that verse, train up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he'll not depart from it. And they claim that as a promise. I would say to you, that verse is a principle. And uh, you can train up a child in the way that he should go, help him try to find God's purpose for his life. But that child's going to have to choose for himself. Uh, he, he's going to have to determine whether that's what he's going to do or not. That's why the word should is in that verse. That doesn't mean they always will. And so Samson's going to make some decisions. He's going to make some choices on his own uh, that I think don't necessarily reflect on Manoah and his wife. But God did give him the opportunity. He gave him teachers. But now we find that God does something else. God gives him blessing. Oh, yes, he does. The Bible says the Lord blessed him. May I say to you today, there's no substitute for the blessing of the Lord. There's nothing this world can give you uh, that can substitute for the blessing of the Lord. I heard someone say years ago, if you want to find out how rich you are, add up everything that money cannot buy and death cannot take away. Can I tell you, the things money cannot buy and death cannot take away are the things that only the Lord can give you. Now this is more than just even his physical growth. Certainly the Bible says the child grew. That's good. But the blessing of the Lord is more than physical growth. It's more than age. It's more than height. It's more than even experience. The blessing of the Lord is God working in your life. 
I'm thinking of the early days of the life of the Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 2, verse 51 and 52. Uh, the Bible says that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. What a beautiful picture of what God wants in the early days of every life. Certainly, He wants you to grow in wisdom. That's to grow intellectually, your understanding. And in stature, to grow physically. That's a natural thing. But He also wants you to grow in favor with God spiritually and favor with man socially. And there's a divine order there. Uh, the favor with God comes before the favor with man. Your relationship to God is of supreme importance. That's the real root of the blessing. And so I want to say to you that the most important thing in the early days of a person's life is that they enter into a real relationship with God. The secret to the blessing is the favor and presence of God. I've said to you that Judges 13 is full of the goodness of God. Would you just reflect on the goodness of God in your life today? And would you let the goodness of God lead you to repentance wherever you are? Would you say to the Lord, Lord, I want your blessing on my life? You see, the greatest blessing in Samson's life was not his hair. The greatest blessing in Samson's life was not the, the gift of his strength. Uh, the greatest blessing in Samson's life was not all the things he got to do or the victories he won. The greatest blessing in his life was the presence of God. And everything else grew out of that. Please don't miss that principle. It all begins with God. And so, when you come to the next verse, verse 25, it's connected with the word and. Notice what grows out of the blessing of the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. So God not only gave life and purpose and teachers and blessing, but now God gives His Spirit. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, the presence of the Lord, the Holy Spirit begins to move in His life. It's an interesting word to move Him at times. The first time we're ever introduced to the Holy Spirit in scriptures in Genesis chapter 1, and what's He doing? He's moving. He's moving on the face of the waters. The Holy Spirit's always on the move. He's always working. He's always trying to accomplish something. Now we understand that in the Old Testament, in Samson's generation, the Holy Spirit was not given to every person and the Holy Spirit did not always come and stay. Uh, we live on this side of the day of Pentecost where the Holy Spirit comes to indwell every believer. Praise God for that. So in our life, the Holy Spirit comes in you at the moment of salvation. And He doesn't rent, He buys. And He doesn't move in and out, in and out, in and out. He moves in to stay. And when He moves in, He brings His own furniture. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So when the Holy Spirit moves in, oh, he brings every beautiful thing, every good spiritual blessing, and every divine resource. But as surely as there's a moment where the Spirit moves in, I want to say to you that the Holy Spirit still moves on people. He moved on Samson. All through Scripture, you see him moving on people, stirring them for particular work, equipping them uh, for the, the ministry that he's called them to do. Is the Holy Spirit moving on you today? Is He stirring something in you to accomplish His purpose? Well, I want you to know that how you yield, how you respond, how you obey is entirely up to you. Don't miss the moving of the Holy Spirit in your life. Uh, this phrase says, The Spirit of the Lord began to move Him at times. Don't miss those divine times. I'm thinking now of the verse that says, Seek ye the Lord while He may be found. Call ye upon Him while He is near. In another place, it says, We're to call on the Lord. Surely in the floods of great waters He shall come, not come nigh unto thee. In other words, don't wait till you're in a mess to call on God. 
when the Holy Spirit's moving and working in your life, recognize those moments. And by the way, isn't it beautiful that the Holy Spirit began to move in His life in the early days of His life? The Holy Spirit doesn't want you late in life. He wants you early in life because He wants all of your life. The story of Samson is not the story of a guy with great hair or a muscle-bound power lifter. It is the story of a regular young man who had God on his life. And I want to say to you, the great thing about your life is not your physical attributes. It's not your natural abilities. It's not even the things that you're gifted to do. It's not first about doing, it's about being. If you'll be what you ought to be, you'll do what you ought to do. It's not first about your labor and what you can accomplish. It is first about your personal walk with God. And the greatest blessing in your life is the blessing of the Lord's presence. And the greatest thing that could happen today in you is the Spirit of God moves on you and you yield yourself to His control and power and see what God can do with your life. No matter how old you are, begin right where you are today to say, Lord, my life is yours. Move on it and work through it. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.